Well, welcome everyone. This is Aaron from True Life Church, True Life Church Podcast. I want to thank you for being a part of our uh, podcast today. I'm here with Norm Melvin. We're still going through Psalm 119, having a great time talking about it. You know, uh, that's one thing I love about podcasting, because we can just be free. Like in the last episode, when you listen, Norm's neighbor came into the house and started talking, and Norm did a good job. Just, hey, hey, could you wait? We just... And that's one thing I love about podcasts is that it, we can just have those things. Real life. Real life. <laughs> and we don't have to worry about, oh, we got to start over. And, uh, it's ruined it, like if you're doing TV or something like that. We can just have fun with it and yeah. let it flow. Because in life, life is like that. Yeah, it life is. Life is never certain. Like it's going to go this way all the time. Mm-hmm. There's hills and valleys. <laughs> there's peaks. And, and there's <laughs> these things. And as we just learn to navigate those or let the Lord... Help us navigate these places yeah. and not get so worked up about them and let his plan and purpose come to pass. Yeah. It always turns for his good. So like you like we said here on the podcast, our goal is just to inspire you and inspire means to put you into spirit. Because when you're in spirit, when you're connected to the Holy Spirit, then that's when true inspiration and light comes. Yeah. So with that, we're going to go into our teaching today in Psalm 119 with Norm and enjoy and be inspired by God. Thank you, sir. We're uh, on letter number 16 of the Hebrew alphabet. It's um, spelled A-Y-I-N. It has a numerical value of 70. Um, a good way to give you a picture image of the what the Hebrew letter looks like if it was printed out and you could see it, it's like a Y. Uh, in cursive, a cursive Y with two mm. big dots on the tops of each sides of, mm. the, of the Y. Okay. So as you look at it, Aaron, you can see. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, those two dots on the top are two yods. Okay. That's the 10th letter of the alphabet. But it's it also has an image of an eye to does. see. To see. Yeah. You got the optic nerve atta- attached at the bottom yeah, to the that. two eyes. Yeah. What do I know about optic nerve? I know that uh, I had uh, some eye work done several years ago, and the, the uh, opt- ophthalmologist said to me, she said, have you ever had a heart attack or a stroke? And I said, no. She says, well, I, the only reason I ask is, she said, I see some damage to your optic nerve. Hmm. And after some tests were done, my peripheral visions to the left, to the right, and up and down part of the way below horizontal could see very well. But, but if I look straight forward and, look, and try to look down or see things that are down like my feet, if I'm looking straight forward or whatever, it's hard. I'd, I've lost a little bit of vision in that area. Mm, okay. So think about that now. This, this letter looks like an eye or eyes, and it means to see. Two eyes connected to the optic nerve, resulting yep. in a choice yep. and actions of the will. Choose to see good or oh. choose to see evil. Yeah, it's true. We were just talking about a, a personal situation of a, a, a friend's, a family friend of ours. And so, you know, uh, we were talking about some of the things that are going on. And we have to choose, even though it doesn't look very good in some of the stuff, we have to choose to see the good. Yeah. We have to choose to see the good. And that the Spirit of God will guide us to make the right choices and the right decisions. It's true. So we, with that, we'll move into Psalm 119, verse 
121. And it says this in the Passion Translation. Don't leave me to the mercies of those who hate me, for I live to do what is just and fair. So you see, good and evil, and even in that first verse. I paraphrased it, and here's what I said. I choose to make godly decisions and be upright. Protect me from those forces of evil. Yeah. In other words, protect me from the influences that would try to lead me astray. Mm -hmm. To redirect my vision, my focus, yeah. from what God wants to what maybe they want. Yeah. Amen? Amen. <clears throat> uh, let's see, where am I? Verse, 120, verse 122. <clears throat> In the Passion, it says, Let me hear your promise of blessings over my life, breaking me free from the proud oppressors. So I said this in, in paraphrasing this. I said, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> I said, Take care of me, Father, and remove those who try to oppress me. Again, without going into detail, we were talking about <clears throat> a situation that... Uh, what from friends of ours that something needs to change yeah and so this verse is talking about that very thing it says god take care of me in other words i put the care of this situation over on you because god says cast your care upon me mm -hmm. and i will care or take care of your cares mm -hmm. and so that's what we were talking about yeah, that's right. and that's what this verse is to say <coughs> and remove the situations that are trying to stir up difficulties, uh, unrest, or whatever the case mm -hmm. might be. Verse 123, Passion says, As a lovesick lover, I yearn for more of your salvation and for your virtuous promises. Put it this way, in, uh, my searching for you sometimes falls short in being faithful to incorporate your word in my daily life. You know, it... One of the things in, in a book that I'm reading uh, by a, a, an author, John G. Lake, who was a phenomenal preacher of the Word of God, mm -hmm. but one of the things that he was saying in, in that situation, and I've just lost the train of thought, uh, <coughs> shucks, where did it go? <laughs> I, oh, what, he, what he was saying was is that Daily, to keep the connection with the Spirit of God, we have to <clears throat> look at the Word. Mm -hmm. We have to uh, think uh, ab about the Word yeah. and then enact that Word in our, in our daily life. Mm. The Word is really the roadmap. Sure. It's the roadmap. Yeah. Now, you can't change yesterday, and really you can't do anything about tomorrow. No. So the only thing that you have at your presence is the roadmap for today. Mm -hmm. Scripture says the, the Lord orders the steps of mm -hmm. a good man or a good woman. Mm -hmm. So that's the roadmap that he wants for us. And we realize that sometimes in our walk, we do make mistakes or we do fail or we do fall short. But remember this, God's right there and he, yeah. he picks you up. Yeah. He picks you up and he says, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. 
how, how important is that? And that's in a relationship, you know, <clears throat> uh, both Aaron and I, our spouses, we're there to encourage them. We're there mm-hmm. to help them. Sometimes uh, they come home from work, and both of, both of our spouses work in the accounting field. Yeah. And it's a very demanding kind of job at times. Yeah. And they come home and, and uh, say, oh, man, I'm just so fed up with this stuff. I, I can't get answers. I'm trying to get answers, and I can't get answers. And we're there to encourage them, yeah. to lift them up and to say, okay, come mm-hmm. on, you know, tell me a little bit about it, and then encourage them by just listening yeah. and then knowing that we have an opportunity to pray for them and guide them, even uh, right at that very moment or maybe a little bit later on as mm-hmm. the Lord prompts us to, to pray for them. I, my wife woke up the other day. She said, I've woken up the last four mornings with a headache. My immediate response was I laid hands on her and mm-hmm. I said to the I said, You foul spirit, you you get off her. Yeah. You leave her. She needs to have a clear mind. She needs to have no problems of distractions from a headache or whatever the case yeah. might be. I declare she is redeemed and healed from that right now. Yeah. I talked to her an hour later, I said, How are you doing? She says, Good, my headache's totally gone and I've been back on focus. And see, sometimes that's what we are. Yeah to our spouses or to our friends. Well, yeah. that's what God is to us. It's God is to us. You know, we were talking about that yesterday in church where I said that what Norm just explained was taking responsibility. Mm. You know, we see things in the earth in our personal lives and these things, friends' lives, and so often we might say, oh, isn't that terrible? Or that's so sad. Or we kind of commiserate with them. Mm-hmm. But usually what we're supposed to do is when we hear those things, like Norm did, he laid hands on his wife, you know. When my, you know, I know Monday's a, an intense day for my wife, being in the accounting field. So I know that I that I'm praying right now. I'm taking responsibility for her peace and for her joy. Yes, yes. And that's what that's what prayer does. We take responsibility for those who are struggling, mm-hmm. and we encourage them with our prayers, and we send supernatural help. Supernatural love we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Norm said love to this one person who just said, hey, I needed love. He was, you know, calling out. I had a little testimony last week. I was delivering, and it was super hot. It was 100 degrees, <laughs> and it was just really intense. And I was just getting just, I was getting just beat up by the, the heat, and I got heat exhaustion. And the Lord was telling me, he was going, okay, Aaron, you're going to have to go in because you're, you're not healthy, and you're just too lightheaded and all these things because of the heat they had no air conditioning and it was just a very bad day well it's so funny norm texts me norm and terry text me just when the lord said i had to go in and get some help and i was like when i saw it they said anything we can do and i just said you can pray because i'm struggling <laughs> i am struggling and so they sent prayers even they were prompted by the lord at first and then when they sent me the text it opened up the door for me to go yes I have to follow God because I don't want to put myself in danger, anybody else yes. in danger driving. Yes. So I called my boss and said, hey, this is what's going on. I felt kind of embarrassed because I couldn't finish. But they were like, no, come in. And they you know, took care of me. They got some water, some electrolytes in me and, and everything. And it all worked out great. Hallelujah. <laughs> but, you know, it's just we're here to be a help to people and to take responsibility. Amen. Amen. That was good. That is good. Verse 124, passion. Let me feel your tender love. 
for I am yours. Yes, thank you, Lord. Give me more understanding of your wonderful ways. Mm -hmm. Hey, we just we just talked about that. Yeah, we did. Your law of love guides me as I look upon your word. That was my paraphrase. Your law of love guides me mm -hmm. as I look upon your word. You know, uh, you go back to the scriptures and, it's, and it says there are two really laws that God says he wants us to commit. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, all thy mind, and all thy strength. Yep. And the second one is to love thy neighbor as thyself. Okay. And, you know, it's interesting. I, I did a recently a study on what does it mean to be love your neighbor? The, uh, the Pharisee, the lawyer, so to speak, came and asked Jesus, well, who is my neighbor? Mm -hmm. And Jesus gave him the example of the uh, uh, gentleman who was robbed on the side of the road and they stripped of his clothing and everybody walked away and left him. But this one person, the Samaritan, came and he saw him and he had compassion on him. Mm -hmm. that, and he took care of him. And the Lord Jesus said to the Pharisee or the attorney who asked that question, who is my neighbor? He says, so who do you think was the neighbor? And he said, well, the gentleman who stopped and took care of him, the Pharisee. And he says, go and do likewise. Yeah. That's, who we, that's who we are. Mm -hmm. We are, everyone is our neighbor. Yeah. Not just the one that lives next door to us right. or across the street from us, but everyone is our neighbor. Everyone's our neighbor. We're to help him and be there at all times. Mm -hmm. Verse 125. I need more revelation of your word to know more about you. For I am in love with you. Hmm. I paraphrased it and said, give me revelation to see. Yeah. Because that's what revelation does. And again, we're we're talking about these uh, things. It means to the eyes or to see. The connection of seeing the whole picture, the whole image. And make right choices. To know, to see, and to make right choices. Mm -hmm. um, how do I... I I don't have anything else. <laughs> I thought there was something else, but there's not. Verse 126. Lord, the time has come for you to break through. For evil men keep breaking your laws. I paraphrase it and said this. God, you see what's going on in our world. Intervene. Mm -hmm. You know, God, we've got lots and lots and lots of things going on in the United States right now. Don't need to elaborate on them. If you're paying any attention to anything, you know that things are really askew in this, in our society today. There's so many different varieties of who's, what's, when, where, what's right, what's wrong, this is not, this is it. Mm -hmm. We're, but God's in control. He's in control. And so we've got to trust Him. Yeah. I think of the song, trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Mm -hmm. We gotta trust him and obey his word, cause he said, he, well, I I wrote it down uh, yesterday and I put it on my uh, on my iPad, so I can't look it up right oh, okay. now, but the the scriptures, uh, I, wait a minute, let me go find it, cause I thought it was really good, um, Colossians, Col Colossians one, verses fifteen through twenty, but mm -hmm. it says. He is the divine portrait, the true likeness of the invisible God. 
and the firstborn heir of all creation. What is he talking about? Jesus. Jesus, yeah. For in him was created the universe of things, both in the heavenly and earthly realm. All that is seen and all that is unseen. Every seat of power, mm -hmm. realm of government, principality, and authority. It all exists through him and for his purposes. Mm -hmm. So, it may look like this nation's gone to hell in a handbasket. No, it hasn't. That's right. In the natural, that's what it looks like. Yep. But in the realm of the spirit, God's got it all under control. He's got it all under because control. He, if he's, he designed it all and put it all there, he's yeah. got it all under control. Yeah, that's so Amen? True. Amen. So we'll go back to getting my scriptures back up here. Uh, I'm on 127. Seven. 127 um, in the Passion says this. Truly, your message of truth means more to me than a vault filled with the purest of gold. Mm. Hmm. More valuable mm. than a vault filled with the purest of gold. And if you do any know anything about how they refine gold, they, they heat it and heat it and heat it and sell all the dross files off and you get the mm. final product. Wow. So that's what that saying is, is that it's more valuable than the purest of gold. Hmm. I think about this, it says that we will walk on streets of gold in heaven. Yeah. But you'll be able to see through those streets, through the gold. Hmm. How pure is that gold? Yeah, definitely. Like a, looking out a window, yeah. but it'll be gold. <laughs> My goodness gracious, that's amazing. Wow. And the last verse of this section is verse 128, and it says, Every word you speak, every truth revealed is always right and beautiful to me, for mm. I hate what is phony and false. Mm. I said, as I focus my attention on your promises, I will walk uprightly. I won't, I won't be deceived. Yeah. I won't fall into the falseness of the, of the agenda that's being put out there. Yeah, definitely. Wow, that's good. So that... Wraps that section up. The sixteenth letter of the Hebrew alphabet. We got what six more to go. Mm -hmm. So we're making progress. We're making progress. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. But you know, it's it's so good to talk about this and just like I said, we're talking about the Word of God, the written Word and the living Word. Yes. And as we do that, it just provides such an awesome atmosphere. That's why I enjoy doing this. We took a little break. Just because of situations that were coming up and Norm and I couldn't meet. But it was good to get back. And then Norm asked me yesterday at church. He said, hey, are you meeting? You coming <laughs> over? And I said, yep. And even though sometimes, you know, you're kind of going, well, I like to kind of sleep in or rest. Or just kind of do some other things. It's like when we do these podcasts and when we have our church service, the one thing I love about it so much is that we practice loving each other. Yes. We we do this as an act of love. Um, we do service because of an act of love. When we do the communion message at the end of service, when we do the altar call, it's other. We we it's called loving others, mm -hmm. and we're loving others. And so I want my whole life. I want our whole church. And we do these teachings to love you. Yes. Because love never fails, and God is love. Like. One person said, he said, God loves us, not because it's morally right, not because he's supposed to, because he's our father, 
But it's like, it's who he is. God is love. And so the whole reaction of that is that we love. And so we're here just to love you, just to encourage you. And I hope you enjoy the messages today. Um, we'll be back in you know, a little bit to do some more. Um, tell your friends, put them on your Facebook page if you could help us out. And, you know, just, you know, send these out so we can just Amen. love more and more people. Because, you know, love covers a multitude of sins. And love restores. Yes. So we want to thank you for being a part of our podcast today. Um, have a blessed day. And we will talk to you soon. This is True Life Church.